Hello Good there. Good evening, everybody. Hey, Rick, how you doing, bud? Doing great. Finally. Good evening. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I hear you, man. That was a little bit scary there for a minute. Yes, yeah, so you had phones. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley. I am your host, Bob Mercer. And with me, as always, on the other end of the string there in Murphy Town is my best friend in the whole wide world. And my host, co-host, Mr. Rick, the Hitman Sawyer. Evening, sir. Good evening, Bob. And a happy well, new year. Happy, happy new year. Happy, happy, happy Father's Day. Day. See, hey, all the kicking in. <laughs> Well, we thought we thought just in case we get thrown off the air before the new year, we might as well just make it good, right, Rick? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, one day. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Well, well, welcome to the early Father's Day edition uh, version of the Bobcast MOV, and I'm going to have me a cat up here again. I don't know why they think that every time I come up here, it's time to come up here and love all over me, but I don't yeah. mind because I love these little cats. Anything been going on this week, sir? Would you? Yeah. Sorry about that. What are, we're we're having te- technical difficulties here. Try it again. Oh no, not that. <laughs> there we go. We're trying to both. We're, we're not. We're not. We're oh, not. We got, now we got three people over here. We're not used to that. Things going I'm wrong. Down. I'm down. Anything been happening pretty cool or anything like that? Going on out that way? No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. He, he just wants to be part of it today. It's been crazy hot, let me tell you. But you know, God love my wife. She went. We went to get some fans the other day, and they didn't have the ones we want. So she comes out with these little itty bitty fans. They're probably I'm gonna mess this up. Probably this wide, <laughs> and about that high. And you talk about some daggone good fans. Them puppies put out the air. And of course, my German Shepherd. She likes to get in front of it. And she lays down there and it blows her hair. She thinks she's a diva and she goes to sleep. So we have one we have one in our bedroom that I use to dry my hair when I go to work. <clears throat> Imagine that. And then we have one in the front room. So that turned out pretty well, but it's supposed to get hot again this week. And uh, hopefully everybody's keeping an eye on their pets, making sure they have plenty of food and water, cold water, keeping an eye on their neighbors, making sure that they're cool. I do know there's some cooling stations open, Rick. Um, I'm not exactly sure the exact locations, but I do know that there's been some cooling stations open. Um, I believe they're still, I believe they're still up and running. So um, just, you know, next week it's going to get like in the high 90s, I think. So just keep an eye on, on your neighbors, the elderly neighbors, those with medical needs. Keep an eye on your pets. If it's too hot for you, trust me, it's too hot for them. Watch them when you're walking on um, hot asphalt or hot pavement because it can burn the pads on their feet. Trust me, I go with no shoes on. I know what I'm talking about. My little my little paw pads get hurt. <laughs> I scream. I cry like a girl. So hopefully, all you fathers out there are having a wonderful day. I know I am. I woke up and uh, you know I got to hear from my kids and my grandkids and stuff like that so it just makes it all worthwhile and kenny happy father's day to you sir thank you bob hey with us tonight believe it or not after finally is mr kenny harris kenny is the director of the wood county emergency communications and here just shortly um he's going to talk to us about ham radios what the organization does i know rick and i Rick and I are in this. We're not as involved as we should be, but we are members of the Wood County Emergency team. And Kenny's been around doing this. Most of you know Kenny. Most of you, most of you seen Kenny either uh, doing bingo down at the homecoming, or Kenny. Kenny's. Uh, you see him a lot in the community, doing a lot of community work and doing a lot of meetings and stuff like that. So. Those of you who know him will know what he's talking about, and those who don't, you'll soon know him. Great guy, Rick. And I just think a lot of him. We always have, and um, but we've had some, we've had some really interesting times. Last week was really good. We had um, Adrian Kerr on. She's Miss Preteen, legendary Pennsboro Motor Speedway Preteen. So we're going to have more interviews like that. Um, we're going to have more interviews with just every 
and I don't want to put it to common people because that's what we are, but you know what I mean? People who you know, you've seen, but you don't know anything about them, maybe. Um, and also, we're going to start a new segment here pretty soon. It's going to be pretty cool. And it's called, what's that called, Rick? What, what did we call it? I'm out there. How do, how do we make this or how do we do this? Which one? <laughs> we got a bunch one, of them in mind. I know. We're so talented. We scare ourselves. <laughs> I'm talking about where we go in. We're going to go in and um, see how they do things in the different businesses. Oh, How do we uh, make that? Is that what we decided? Uh, how did you do that? Or how do we do that? Yeah, yeah how, how did you do that? do that? That's what it was. Yeah, how do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I got it written That's down somewhere. I do too. My desk here somewhere. It's under things to remember, but you know how that works. Oh yeah. Squirrel. There's a squirrel somewhere. I know because I'm just totally out of it right now. <laughs> Dear Lord, next week I hope to have Aaron Fleener on. I know um, the first time we tried to have Aaron on, we had some. I'm going to say technical issues on the just because I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it was technical for me. Anything I know about, what happened. I know what happened. It was the gremlins. You know, you Some, did put that on there. Somebody said the gremlins. You, you did put that on there, and, and I do remember <laughs> you saying it. It was a gremlin-packed night for the Bobcast and movie Rick and Bob. But, you know, we're starting to get a lot, a lot of people. We're starting to, seriously, I mean, I, I, Rick, do you get them when people add their names to the, the who's watching and who's uh no, all we get, all we get is numbers. Okay, because I've got no. I mean, on um, like Facebook, people say, "I like my brother Russ Mercer joined your your um, your group is picking up." Or there's another lady who came on this morning. She put her name showed up where she is part of the Bobcast crew or part of the Bobcast family here now, and uh, so people are starting to. People are starting to watch and they're starting to pay attention. So, you know, we, we're going to start picking up the pace a whole lot. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I didn't need that long anyway. <laughs> so we're going to start picking up the pace with some of the interviews. Uh, there's going to be a lot of interesting ones. And I'm going to say that because there's a lot of people that I want to talk to. I mean, a lot. And a lot of people, I think that the citizens themselves, now there's that city council word, a lot of things that the people, I think, would like to hear about, a lot of people they'd like to see. So Rick and I, believe it or not, this Tuesday, or, or I'm sorry, Wednesday and Thursday, are going to have a, what are we going to call it, Rick, a work session? Uh, I was going to say brainstorming session, but I think that's being a little too generous. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll get, people to, you'll get people thinking we're actually smart, and then they're yeah. going to be expecting big things out of us, like cookies, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I, I think so. what we'll probably do is you and I are going to get together, drink a lot of coffee, oh, and, write down and a lot of things, things and forget and, where we wrote them down. And consult Scooby. And consult Scooby, absolutely. That's right. Because Scooby says, you know, just throw him a bone. <laughs> if, they don't eat it, if they don't eat it, he will, because... That's the way Scooby does things. So, but we're gonna we're gonna get into some really big brainstorming. I'm gonna call it that just because it makes me feel better about myself. And then we're gonna start planning out ahead. We're gonna put the schedule out, and um, we're still working on is this the world we created? Uh, it's gonna be, as far as I know right now, it's gonna be a four part series, Rick. Um, okay. I've got it. I've got it written down. I'm gonna bring it with me Tuesday. So. Here's what I want to happen if we can. Part of is this the world we create is going to be pictures of things that people have created that maybe are not what I want to say. Maybe, you know, like the very best things that are going on, but at the same time, things that we need to take a look at and worry about, like homelessness and trash and um, pollution and just to, I'm not a climate I'm, I'm, I'm not a climate guru but you know I listen to that song it's by Queen for those of you who don't know and I do not have the rights to that that music I'm going to disclaimer in there 
um, it, it just pretty much explains the things that are going on in the world as far as um, people being hungry, people being homeless, just different things like that. So we're going to try to do a four-part series on is this the world we created? I got I want to check on the legalities of using the song. I'm sure I can as long as it's not um, that's why I have to find out because I don't know the legalities of it myself. But there's a lot of things we're going to do. And, and how do you do that is going to be like a, we go into a business that is local and it's going to be a local business. It's not going to be anything out in the middle of nowhere where nobody knows who they are. It's going to be somebody here in the city of Parkersburg, Vienna, Williamstown, Belfry, Marietta, whatever, that does something different that everybody knows about, but they're not sure exactly how they do it well rick and i are going to we're going to expect that not you know for lack of go ahead rick i see you want to say something thank you i got one for you how uh, in the world does that new pizza place knock out a pizza in less than 10 minutes we'll find out we're going to find out we're going to go there rick and i are going to go there and we're going to find out and then we're going to we're going to start checking in with some of these businesses and you know we're going to we're just going to have some we want to have some spots for their business. I mean, it's not advertisement. It's all, what's that called, grotto or what's when it's free of charge? Yeah, grotto's fine. Pro, pro, pro oh, it's pro called Sunny Bono. Bono. Sunny Bono, yeah. There we go, pro yeah. bono. Yeah. We're not going to charge them for it. <laughs> That's right. We're just, going, we're just going to say their names, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, other than that, there's not been a whole lot going on. Um, there's just been... You know, I guess uh, gas prices are still going through the roof. That's kind of weird. Food prices are going through the roof. I got a headache. Just stuff like that. You know, just crazy <laughs> stuff. That really, you know, people don't say, so what? Bob has a headache. Who cares? Wow. You yeah, know. Bob. Take your mind off. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Yes, you can. Yeah, I can. Because I just why? did. Because <laughs> I, I know. And it's already out there. We can't go back and edit that, Rick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just that, I, I, that's it, pal. I'm jumping off the bottom stuff. That, I, am, I am so done, mister. I am so done with that. Hold on a minute. Let me get the big chat out. This is Andy, by the way. Hello, Andy. He's, he's huge. He loves everybody except for Erica. And he, and he runs from her. Get Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> they do this. I could sit. I could sit in there all day long. The minute I sit here, it's like, hey, what are you doing, Dad? Uh, I'm going to be on camera, pick up some chicks and stuff, you know. So what we'll do is well, one of these days we're going to have the Andy and Scooby show. Oh. You know and what we'll you're just do We'll sit in the other room and eat treats. <laughs> yeah, do you know what you're going to hear out of Andy? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's, what that's what she does with the, uh, or he does. When the dogs walk by, he'll be laying there and he'll look over the table and he'll go back right on top of the head. Ticks the dogs off. Then he gets back up there where they can't reach him, back up um, on top of the table there. He jumps up there and looks down like, now what are you going to do? So, <laughs> But again, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun things coming up. We have some really good Merchandise, man. I'm telling you what, <laughs> we're having a senior moment today, brother. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> we got some new merchandise coming in. It's um, they're the 16 ounce tumbler cups with our logo on them. Um, we're gonna give them. We're gonna give them out to those who have been on the show, and those who want to be. You know, those who would like some of them. We're gonna give them. Give them out to get the brand out there, so to speak. So anyway, Rick, um, the Humane Society still needs foster parents and people to adopt. They're overflown, overgrown every day. I look in the, the Facebook and every single day they're asking for people to foster or come in and adopt. If you think you can, I mean, it's, it's a very big responsibility. Trust me, I've had my German Shepherd for 13 years. And it's a very big responsibility. So if you think you can, if you have the room, go pick up one of these babies and, you know, adopt them and get them out of that humane society.
and into a forever home and help the Humane Society out. They're always in need of blankets and paper and um, cat litter, dog food, wipes. They're always in need of that stuff. Um, so go down and help them out. Also, if you can, help the um, food shelters out. You know, it's getting, people are having a rough time right now. And um, on the bottom of your screen there, real quick, if you want to be, if you want to foster, go to the Bobcast. You took it away from me, right? Not the Humane Society. Yeah, go to the Bobcast.net forward slash foster forward slash, and there's some pictures of some babies that need. Um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of these poor little babies, you know, they're they're having a rough time over there. But you know, if you can help the, um, also help the food banks. You know, if you can, people are struggling. Help them out if you can. We have, you know, a few in the area. I know Old Man Rivers and just different places like that. You know, go in and, go in and help these organizations out and become a part. Get involved in your community. Um, Rick and I have the Wood County Volunteer Coalition. It is just a group that we put together to help bring together those who need volunteers with those who want to be volunteers. Because I'm not going to say every day, but quite a bunch. I hear people say, you know, I, I, I just I didn't know this was going on or I didn't know that was happening or I found out about it too late, like a week or so later. Like right now, the multicultural festival is going on. I hope everybody gets out there and enjoys that and supports that fine organization over there. And this is the time of year we're going to have the Wood County Fair coming up. Um, I believe it's in July, isn't it, Kenny? No, it's a matter of fact, it's this coming week. I think it is. They, yeah. They've moved it back into June. Okay. Yeah. So go out and, go out and support the fair, support the, support the uh, multicultural festival, support all the, all the festivals and fairs that go on in the city. Have some fun with it. Enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of things, you know, we'll try to bring everything we can as we get it here on the Bobcast. Uh, that's our, that's our point in life is to bring people together and to let them know exactly what's going on. So just get involved as much as you can. Um, interact with Rick and I on the on the uh, Bobcast. And um, we're going to... Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Scott Heckard said the three wild men. <laughs> and uh, Jerry Wilson says, hi, guys, and happy Father's Day. Of course, my daughter, Jessica, she had to say hi, Levi. She didn't say hi, Dad. She said hi, Levi. So we'll let that we'll let that go this time. You know, it is Father's Day, Jessica. So, but we're starting to get some, you know, people commenting now, which is great. So I'm going to move along because um, we got maybe 25 minutes, give or take. Um, unfortunately, I have to go do my dispatch thing tonight. You know, I'm getting pretty good at that, Rick. Sixteen years, I think I'm getting pretty good at it. Uh, you think you're think you're a pretty good communicator now, do you? No. Okay. I think <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, think I, I I think I am, Rick. You know, that's All what right. I said. I'm not positive. I, I'm not positive about anything anymore. I just do my thing. You know. We'll ask Aaron when we see him. Well, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go become Scott Heckert's captain on the boat, and I'm going to. I'm going to drive up and down the river with my with my captain hat on, looking over at people going, hi, how you going? Stuff like that. You know, you know how I get. There you go. So, like I said, what's this tonight? Our good friend. And like I said, everybody knows this guy. Uh, he's been around for a long time doing what he's doing. The director of Wood County Emergency Communications, Mr. Kenny Harris. Even, sir. You, you how are you, Kenny? How are you, Kenny? Um, I'm just fine. I'm tired. What? Cutting trees, cutting trees and cleaning up after the uh, not official derecho that we just had. You know, I thought I thought they did. I thought they did um, classify that as one. What is did there? They, is, I there don't know. is there I don't, a difference between derecho and derecho? I don't know. Because I, I heard I seen people there. They calling it derecho. I, I think derecho is the one that sells insurance. That's a that's gecko. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've heard ratios. So that's the best I can come up with. 
Rick. Rick, Rick, Rick. A lot of a lot of trees down. Fifty thousand comedians out of work, Rick, and you're trying to be funny. Yeah, I know. There you go. Don't give up your day job. So, Kenny, if you would, sir, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell them what you do and how long you've been doing it. Talk to us a little bit about ham radios and what's coming up in the near, very near future. Next Saturday. Next Saturday, we're having what field day? Field day. Yep. Right here right. we go. Okay. Uh, well, I'm Kenny Harris. I like Bob says I'm the director of Wood County <laughs> Communications. Been there since 1983 when we first started the organization, and uh, we uh, we uh, originally started it as a backup and overload communications for public safety. And as amateur radio operators, we were operating with public safety. And then after your job became available <laughs> with 911. Uh, we don't do near as much, but we still, we're still available when the fancy systems go down, amateur radio will still be around. And, uh, we, we try to keep enough people interested in it to practice, uh, communicating so that when it does happen and it does happen, not so much in this area, but some of the other areas that has hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes and volcanoes and uh don't know what about the worst thing we have yeah the ratios we usually but what we usually the worst are think is is floods and we don't have very much of that so we're really always classified as in a fairly safe area so communications isn't near as much but if you get down around the, the the gulf coast and everything when a hurricane comes in all those fancy cell phone systems and communication systems go by the wayside and amateur radio that's what, uh, if, if they practice it right, that's what they practice to do is to to provide that communications, be able to practice with it and learn how to set up communications so that they can help public safety agencies and anybody uh, do whatever they need to do to get their job done. And that's basically what we're going to be doing next Saturday and Sunday is uh, what they call field day. We'll be out in the field, literally out in the field, underneath the canopy, operating from emergency power, setting up antennas on a temporary basis so that we can practice. And then when, I'm not going to say if it ever happens, but when the time comes that we're needed, we will be able to set up and provide that communications for whoever. And uh, this year, we are uh, we used to run generators all the time, but last year we uh, practiced with solar power. And all worked great. Matter of fact, it wasn't until about 5.30 in the morning. It was still dark. And I got to thinking, well, wait a minute. How much power have we got left on our batteries? So uh, when I went to uh, went to check, we still had plenty of power. And the sun was going to be up in an hour and a half. I said, hey, we've done it 24 hours without any generators running or anything. So we were just completely in the, you know, in the clear. And so this year, we're going to have... Uh, at least a half as much more amount of current, more batteries where uh, we ran just the radios, uh, just the radios off of the backup power, the sunlight. But this year we're going to try to run the lights, the computers, all the computers that we use and everything, everything off of solar power. And we've got enough battery backup that we can do it. So it's just one of the things we got to, we got to practice for, uh, we were off uh, during this uh, windstorm, we'll call it. I was only off for about 24 hours. And, of course, I had a generator for the house. My niece, uh, she had three power poles broke and seven trees across her driveway. And so that's what we've been cleaning up and everything. So she didn't have any power, commercial power, but they had a generator. And they were able to go ahead and do their normal, everyday thing because she knew how to set up for emergencies. And that's one of the things we do. And field day is one of those things to set up practice for emergencies. When the time comes, we won't have to sit around and say, what do we do now? We can say, remember field day last year we did the, Oh yeah. And then we can turn around and do the same thing and be ready to go. So that's basically so where's, what, uh-huh. where's it going to, where's it going to be this coming up week and what times and can anybody come out and watch or, anybody as a matter of fact we want you to come out there since you are a so-called an affected an elected official 
We try to get the sheriff. We try to get the county commission. We try to get an elected official because it's not really a contest, but it's a way of seeing how many bonus points you can get too. So we get an extra bonus points for having an elected official. We get bonus points for having a, uh, and a, a uh, oh, golly. Now, talk about senior citizens. <laughs> uh, a served agency like the right. Red Cross or the health department or some served agency. We get extra points there. We get extra points for running solar power. We get extra points for having, uh, and this is a, this is a very important thing, having kids or children. We don't want to talk about goats. Children under the age of 18. Uh, we get, if we get five of them under the age of 18, it makes at least one radio contact. Then we get extra points. And the reason we want to do that, we want to get the, the, uh, the children, I'm going to call them kids. Anyway, get the kids, uh, used to getting on the radio because right now, just like this, this there, the internet, the cell phones, the gaming and everything, they are losing interest in backup communications. And uh, so if if the internet goes down, which everybody says it won't go down, and I'm not going to say it won't, but I know it will. From time to time, you'll lose things. And they won't be able to use their cell phones. They won't be able to use their computers. And they're going to be scared to death. Right now, even with people, if the power is to go off right now, I would say 50% of the people get scared to death because they don't know what to do. They don't have any idea what to do. And so we need those kids to learn how to do those things when it happens. So they don't, they're not worried about it. They can pitch right in and and do it because like you, me and Rick, we're getting older and uh, it's not, uh, you know, someone's going to have to take our place. If not, we're going to go back into the dark ages when the power goes off. And so where's it going to, where's it going to be at and what time? This week? Okay. We'll hold ours at Hendershot farm, which is about four and a half, five miles off of old St. Mary's Pike up Laurel Creek road. And we're on a, on a farm. It's got about 70 some acres and about 20 less trees. But uh, anyway, uh, and that will, we'll start it at uh, two o'clock. The, it's not, like I say, it's not a contest, but, People all over the United States and Canada will be setting up in the field like this, trying to make contact with each other, seeing how many contacts you can make. So they'll all start at two o'clock on Saturday and communicate for 24 hours straight as a shakedown type crew thing to other stations that are also set up in the field in the United States and Canada, actually around the world, but they, you can get points. You get the points for contacting other countries and all just regular points. But the only two that are two countries that are really involved with what they call field day is uh, United States and Canada. Although we do talk to a lot of, a lot of different people and we try to, we try, we've, we've only done it one time contacted all 50 States. Hawaii and Alaska is tough to get Uh, at one time. Uh, the International Space Station was ready to go over. And the International Space Station, I think every astronaut, cosmonaut, whatever kind of knot there are or nut there are up there, all of them have amateur radio license, and they can operate on the amateur bands. Well, they went over one time, and one of our operators communicated with them. And we got awesome. an extra 100 points for talking to the International Space Station. It only goes over... You know, it's only up there a maximum of maybe 10 minutes at the most. Sometimes it's only up there about a minute. But uh, during field day, they try to make as many contacts as they can with the people on, on Earth. So That's amazing. Yeah, we, uh, we try everything. Uh, as far as amateur radio, we have all kinds of uh, different facets. Digital, lots of digital communications anymore. Uh, you can turn on your computer, not even hear a signal, but the computer hears it and can decode it and you can communicate on a nothing that this sounds like noise to you and I, but they, you can communicate back and forth. Uh, they have um, what they call moon bounce EME earth, moon, earth, where a lot of the guys bounce a signal. They send a signal up to the moon, bounce mm-hmm. it back. So it takes, you know, 
two or three seconds to go up, two or three seconds to come back. Or maybe I'm not sure what to, you know, maybe it's four seconds up. Wow. And four. So there, you name it. Uh, there are so many facets of amateur radio that uh, yeah. you, I couldn't even name them all. And I have never operated them all. And I've only been an amateur for over, well, since 1963, December 63. And I haven't worked all the facets and all everything. CCTV. Yeah, right. Close. There's a slow scan TV, fast scan TV. There's. Well, I got I to tell you, one of the coolest things, I was at a training and you were there, Kenny. And Kenny showed me how to set up on from a cell phone. We set up at a portable a PX station where we could what talk to what how many stations there had like logistics and there at the health department. Remember me? Oh, okay. Yeah, remember right. that? Yeah, it was our PBX. Matter of fact, Rick right. and I was just talking about that. Is uh, we use uh, cell phones, which as long as they're cell service, we could have telephone service with it because the cell phones are tied into the private branch exchange. PBX is a portable, uh, uh, well, business type PBX where you can have several. In our case, we can have a 28 extensions on it, talking to each other. They can call each other just like a regular business on it. And uh, we've used it during uh, exercises where we put a, uh, a phone and extension in different fire trucks or whatever and of course we can use cordless phones so yeah you can uh i don't know as far as emergency communications we try matter of fact i've even got two tin two tin cans in a string so if all else fails you can actually use that so uh, that's how rick and i that's how rick and i do this right that's that's you know two cans and a string and it works really well unless somebody runs over the string so there it goes it works so but there are so many things and we try to get amateur radio operators new ones younger kids get interested in it because right now if you talk if you talk to one of the kids and say how how do you communicate well and they pick up this fancy phone and they start dialing numbers and or they get on the internet and do like we're doing here and I was like, what happens if the internet goes down? What do you mean? Well, do you remember in 2012 when the deratio come through and power and internet was a down for over a week? Who did you talk to? Uh, nobody. We couldn't. So that gets their attention. Yeah. So that gets their attention. You got to have an example. And they said, well, that don't happen that often. Well, it doesn't. But it only takes one time and then you're, you know, you're out of it. You you don't know it, and so you got to have a way to work around these these minor problems. Yeah, you know what they're doing now is they're telling everybody like if there's a bad storm coming, make sure all all your electronics were are charged up and everything like that. You know, back when we were younger, we were kids. Yeah, the only thing we got told is don't go near the window because the lightning will blow you up and stuff like yeah. that. And stay out yeah. of the shower and don't get on the phone. But now it's make sure that your your electronics are charged up. And, you know, so, okay, how do people become involved in ham radio? I mean, how do they go about getting their ham radio license and how long are they good for? Well, they, uh, right now, if you get your license, it's good for 10 years. You, you only have to take a test one time. And the basic test is 35 questions and you got to uh, miss less than nine of them and you get your license that will allow you to talk on most of the, because see, that's the thing we have. We have what we call repeaters where you transmit right. on a, with a walkie talkie up to a mountaintop. It repeats what you said back to somebody else. So you can talk with a walkie talkie, you know, 20, 30 miles away. Mm-hmm. But, and that license, that technician license will allow you to do that. Now, if you really get interested in it and you want to upgrade and you want to start talking to, uh, other people around the world, you need to upgrade your license so that you have the privileges of doing that. Uh, our group, once in a while, about twice, three times a year, does a, a one day, what we call one day tech class. And what it, there's a, a question pool. The Federal Communications Commission uh, has a group called uh, VEs or volunteer examiners that write up the questions. And there's like 400 and some questions 
in that question pool and you take out of those 426, 27, whatever questions, they give you 35 of them. And then out of the 35 questions, you have to miss less than nine. Well, what we do is we on a one day tech class, we go through all the questions, all 420, whatever there is of them. We go and read them the question and read them the answer. And it's really very simple because the questions that we read them and the answers we give them are exactly the same. That's how the questions are written up. They use that question pool. They take a, they take certain questions out of each group and make 35 of them. So what you hear at the one day tech class, what you hear is the question and you hear the answer. And if the answer is a, then on the question pool, it's a on the uh, exam. So once you go through that thing a few times, it's all memorization. And then you're able to take and pass the test. A lot of people say, well, you're not going to learn anything like that. And like I always keep telling them, you, you're learning enough to get your license. That's all I care, that you get your license because it's like a learner's permit. A learner's permit doesn't mean you're an expert driver. It just means you've got the, the authority and the authorization to drive a car and learn and, and learn. Yeah. And like I tell them, I've been in it for over 50 years and I still don't know it all. So this way they get a license then they have a way to start learning. And if they decide to uh, upgrade their license so they can talk around the world with higher power and, and different frequencies and they can upgrade to the next class license. There is one disadvantage of this now. And that is, the FCC, April the 19th, finally, after a year of deciding to do it, they finally started to incorporate the $35 fee. So now, to get your license, it costs $35. But that's for 10 years, which is that's not bad. It's $3.50 a year. Or exactly. if you upgrade your license, it's free. But if you get a, a vanity call, which, like Rick, has a vanity call, uh, now... If you want to get a vanity call, it's going to cost you $35. Uh, let's see. What's the other three of them? Oh, well, just renew your license. Right. If your license is up for renewal, you got to pay $35. So there's three things you got to pay that $35. You look at it at $35, that's a lot of money. But when you look at it, if you break it down, that's only $3.50 a year. And mm-hmm. the, the, because your license is good for 10 years. Once you take and get your license, it's good as long as you keep renewing it it's good forever you don't have to take any more tests you just is there is there anything coming up i mean any tests that you're going to bring no, out? no matter of fact i i have a feeling that this year we're going to have very few one day tech classes because at 35 dollars uh i've got a friend of mine whose license is coming up shortly matter of fact uh you may not know him it's craig but if you're ever at the, any of the ice cream socials, you'll see him running around in a Smokey Bear outfit. He's an amateur uh, radio operator. And I talked okay. to Craig and I told him about this. And he said, well, I probably won't renew my license. And so we'll lose some amateurs because they don't, they're not active in it enough. So the $35 just didn't enter, you know, just, it's not worth it to them. So uh, I wanted we'll to ask you about a few, we won't get some new ones. I wanted, to ask you, I wanted to ask you about something. Go ahead, Rick. Well, there's no age limit, too. Yeah. Uh, in our group, at one time, we had Seven one, or, one or two of the youngest amateurs in the world. Yeah. And we're, really? that was kind of a bragging yeah. Yeah, That was kind of a bragging point for us. Yeah. Seven years old, took our license. So I, I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to ask real quick. Um, we've got a few minutes left. Every week on Friday, you do gym net control. We used to. Uh, doing it now? No, I haven't done it for a while because I was doing it a few months ago and one of my relatives called me and said, you know, you're transmitting on the uh, ambulance frequency. I said, no, I said, I'm not. I said, I'm on the, our gym net frequency. And they, they said, no, nope. they said, you're, you're on there. So sure enough, I went over and when I keyed it up, someone had patched the gymnet radio to the ambulance frequency. And so every time I was talking, I was interfering on the ambulance frequency. 
And of course we tried really? to call the communications people and find out if they knew what it was. And they said, no, we couldn't. It, it was over a month before they finally was able to isolate and correct the problem. So in the meantime, I decided I wasn't going to do any, any more tests on the gym net until I knew absolutely for sure that I wasn't interfering again with the ambulance service. But uh, yeah, I haven't done it for several months now. Uh, now that's joint, joint, joint emergency management. What, yeah, what's that? Right? Gym net, that's joint emergency oh, management. Oh, joint, okay. Joint emergency, I say gym net. Joint emergency management. Yeah, joint, joint, yeah joint, joint emergency management, which is really in a hospital. It was started by the hospitals, by the threat preparedness coordinator of the hospitals when it first got started. And that was to have a backup communications. So if the phone service was to go out, four, the four local hospitals could communicate with each other. And other agencies found out about it. 911, Red Cross, uh, Sheriff's Department. Uh, I'll, I'll see who else. Oh, golly. Anyway, there was, there was at one time about 25 different agencies that were on the gym net. And so we started an to call up a radio net on Friday at nine o'clock and check all the stations out, not only in Wood County, but uh, surrounding County, Jackson County, Ritchie County, Pleasance County, Calhoun County, Tyler County. And so we could, and especially at the 911 centers, we could call up a 911 center. If their radio service was out, we could still at least communicate with them. You know, what's cool, though, is everybody used to comment when you would do gym net control, if Aaron and I would answer the radio, we'd say, 911, morning, Kenny. Yeah. And you'd say, morning, Bob. Or, How does he know that? I'm like, he, yeah, just, I does. he just knows that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, You just you get used to talking to these people and you just call them by name. And it's not a, a real personal and it's not a real uh, uh, professional radio system and it can be used for anything you know yeah. we we've had uh <clears throat> we had one one time a uh phone service was out cable was down out in roan county and uh they had a transfer this is pretty bad they had a transfer they needed to get into parkersburg because of some emergency well, before they could transfer the patient from Calhoun County into one of the hospitals, I think it was, I think it was uh, at the time St. Joe, the two physicians had to talk to each other to communicate and, you know, themselves to make sure everything was, you know, copacetic. Well, they couldn't do that because the phone line was out. Well, we had an amateur radio operator that was in Calhoun County who went, he worked at the hospital there. So he went and we communicated on amateur radio. And of course, uh, we, we called up the hospital, told the hospital, have you got your Gemnet radio on? And they said, yeah. We said, well, we're going to put a doctor on the other end from Calhoun County. So the doctors talked on the Gemnet radio, talked to each other and said, yeah, we'll take him. But that wow. patient was there from eight o'clock one night until five o'clock the next morning before they could transfer him to the hospital. So that's how GemNet, you know, can be used. Uh, we've had a lot of different experiences like that. Uh, so uh, if, so when are your meetings and is everybody welcome to come out and watch and see what you do and stuff? Like definitely. That? Matter of fact, we'll have a big banner down there at the bottom of the, what's called Hendershot farm. And it's, you go up Laurel Creek road about, uh, like it's four and a half miles and there'll be a big sign that said field day, amateur radio field day with visitors welcome. And you're more than welcome to come out and look at it. We we'll even put you on the radio and talk to somebody if you want to. Uh, okay. And your meetings are the first Tuesday of every month. You still out at Lubeck? Or? Right. We're still out at Lubeck first Tuesday of every month. And uh, that is when we do our testing. If you've been studying for amateur radio and you want to take your test, uh, our meetings at seven o'clock. We have uh, testing available. We don't say it's scheduled. We have all of our testing material available. Uh, you can come down, and I think every every month for the last six months, we've had one or two people, maybe three people, 
come down and take a test, either a new license, get their new license, or upgrade to a higher class license. This past uh, meeting, first Tuesday, or 7th, June 7th, mm, I think yeah. yeah, we had one person come down and took, and took his new license, and one upgraded to the highest class license that he could go to, his extra class license, and they both passed. So oh. we uh, we just make it available. You used to, when you wanted to take a test, you either had to go to Charleston or Cleveland or um, you know, Maryland somewhere. But now we do it locally. So you don't have to travel very far to take a test. And you'll know immediately whether you passed or not. Because yeah, I know I took, I took mine at the health department when they yeah. had it. And then I, I renewed it, what, last year, I think it was. I renewed okay. my license last year. So I'm good for another ten, nine years anyway. So. Right. But listen, if anybody's interested in getting becoming a member of Wood County Emergency Communications or becoming involved in ham radio and you're not sure, go out and visit with Kenny and the guys and the girls over at, um, at their meetings the first Tuesday of every month at 7 o'clock. And it's out at the Lubeck, they call it the Lubeck Civic Center. It's right behind Lubeck School on Lubeck Road. And go out there and watch what they do and talk to them and they're, they're a bunch of um, enthusiastic people. I mean, they're, they're very passionate about what they do. And, you know, I'd go to meetings sometimes and they'd start talking about this meter band and that meter band. And I just go get a cookie, you know, because <laughs> that, you know, and, and, you know, reach out to Rick or I or reach out to Kenny and, you know, talk to him about ham radios and um, talk to some people. Jerry, Jerry left. But he said he, he's off this weekend. Hopefully he can participate. He bring members of the fire department. Maybe some of them will take an interest in ham radio. So that's good for Jerry. So listen, if you're interested, you know, come on out and have some fun with them and watch watch how they, you know, if they can talk to people from other countries. And I didn't know about the space station. I think that's cool as heck. If it, if it goes guys, over, we'll try. Them guys are just a couple miles up the road there. So, you know, the, the International Space Station. So, Rick, do you have anything else, mister, before we go? I don't have a thing. Uh, just a couple of things that uh, remember that on our website at, uh, let's see where I can put that up here. There we go. At the bobcast.net, uh, remember we have the uh, adopt page for, for the animals. Uh, foster, it's called Foster, uh, bobcast.net slash foster. And we also have events. So if you go to the bobcast.net slash events, uh, we try to keep fairly current list of, of the things that are going on in the neighborhood and, uh, jump in there and take a look. And, uh, of course you can contact us on our Facebook page, either our Bobcast page or, or either of our personal pages. But uh, just understand, you know, if there's something you want to see, something you'd like for Rick and I to um, explore, so to speak, and especially with the new segment coming on, how did you make that? Or, um, you know, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of going into a donut place and going, how do you do that? (laughs) Stuff like that. So but, you know, if you have something you want to see, if you have a topic you want here locally. I want it to be local, and I want it to be pertinent to what we do in the Mid-Ohio Valley. And so, you know, by all means, get a hold of us however you can get a hold of us. We're always available. Rick, I've never seen a guy, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embarrass him, I'm sure, but I've never seen a guy who spends so much time working on something as this man does putting this brand out, the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley. And, you know, I love it. And Rick just does a great job. And he'll call me and he'll say, I did this or I did that. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So, but seriously, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want me to, you know, what you'd like to see. Give us some ideas. We're going to start scheduling scheduling way out. And, you know, like I said before, I put out a tease one time that I'm really working on a a really special interview and I'm, I'm hoping I'm not even going to tell Rick because I know I will absolutely um, give myself some bad luck if I, if I start telling people about it, but I really, really am trying to work on something that's just going to blow your mind. I think, and I know I'm excited about it if I can do it. And 
I'm going to reach out to the people involved and get a hold of them. So with that, we don't have anything else. I mean, you know, just um, keep listening to us and keep commenting on us. We thank you all for being a part of the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Um, it means a lot to us when we see you making comments and talking to us and, um, you know, interacting with us. And, and, and it's awesome when we go out and people people stop and say, how do I, how do I listen to your Bobcast? It just amazes me because... I'm amazed at, that that happens, and it does happen more than you think it does. So, by all means, reach out to us. We thank you all very much for being here. Kenny, thank you so much, man. I'm telling you what, that was a great interview, and we appreciate you so much, sir. Make sure you show up Saturday or Sunday, either day. I just need to get your signature and, on there, and then I'll get 100 points. We've already got 100 points, and we yeah, haven't even you. started on that article that was in the newspaper. We get a hundred points for that. So uh, we we like to get those extra right, those bonus points. I I understand that completely. So once again, we thank you all for being a part of it today. And this is the early version of it. I've got to go to work at five thirty. Unfortunately, my wife makes me work. She won't let me stay at home and do nothing. So <laughs> I had to go out and keep her in the lifestyle she's accustomed. Or all right, the grandkids. But yeah, that's it. My grandbabies. So keep them in the lifestyle they're accustomed to. So just hang in there with us and remember, always look forward and always look up. And we thank you very much for being a part of the show tonight. We'll see you next week where hopefully we have Mr. Aaron Fleener, public relations officer, or public information officer for Wood County 911. We had an equation. We all think I know how we fixed it. So we will talk to you all soon. Have a very, very good rest of your Sunday. And we will see you next week. Rick, I'll call you later. <clears throat> Sounds good. Talk to you then. See you later, Bob. Bye, Kenny. Hey, buddy. Bye-bye.